Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk with a Doc, the show where we bring your questions to Providence medical experts for insight and information. I'm your host, Mary Renoff, and I'm here with Dr. Quo, a podiatric medicine doctor, and we are here at Providence today in California. We are on location, so you may hear patients coming and going. We're sorry if that's distracting, but we couldn't take our doctors out of the office for too long. So remember, everyone, all of our questions come from you, our listeners on social media. We can be found on Twitter under Providence and under Providence Health System on Instagram and Facebook. Use the hashtag Talk with a Doc for the chance to hear your questions on our episodes. Before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. Always consult a healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment. So let's get started by welcoming Dr. Quo. Hello. Thanks for joining us. It's a real pleasure to be here. <laughs> she says, I love if to I can, talk about feet. I love to talk about feet, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about your role here. Uh, my role here as a podiatrist is to treat anybody with foot problems. It can be from an ingrown toenail to a heel pain. And we're going to talk about plantar fasciitis, yes. as I understand. That is the topic today. Yeah. So for, you know, right now I've got a whole slew of patients um, that I have to take to the operating room, you know, broken bone, and um, a lump in the foot that I have Ooh. to take out, you know, all sorts of stuff. So yeah. I treat whatever walks in. So my goal is to return them outside so they're walking on their own and not limping. I believe because you have joined us before that you say they limp in and they dance, they out. dance out. I love it. That That's what my goal is, yes. I know we're going to talk about plantar fasciitis, yes. but you just talked about the lump on the foot. And oh, I have yeah. to ask you, have you seen that new show? <laughs> oh. the, the, it's not new, I don't think, but no. about Dr. Foot or whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I saw a teaser I and I was cable, like, I can't watch so. that. I can't. Like, it was so horrible. I was like, I can't do it. Some of my patients have told me about it. It's oh, like, I oh, you have to watch it. Well, I don't know. I see it every day. I, you're like, no, that's <laughs> That's not entertainment for me. No, it's not uh, relaxing. Uh. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Well, we are talking about plantar fasciitis, and yes. I think a lot of us don't even know what that is. Can you give right. us a little overview? Okay. So a plantar fascia is actually a ligament on the bottom of your foot that attaches from the ball of your foot to the heel. Okay. And anything itis just means that there's inflammation. Right, right. So plantar fasciitis is inflammation of your plantar fascia. Okay. So how does that happen? Well, I see a lot of my patients come in because they're on their feet mm-hmm. all day, every shift, day in and day out. So we're talking security guards, male mailmen, male women, mm-hmm. male ladies, uh, postal carriers, cashiers, hairdressers, UPS deliverers. I have a bunch in my family and they're all waitresses. Yep, mm-hmm. waitresses. Mm-hmm. Or there baristas or whatever. Baristas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, anytime you're on your yeah. feet. I'm sure you probably see a lot of nurses. We see some nurses, yeah, but yeah. you know, nurses are smart. They start with um, the proper footwear. Right, right. Because they know. They're not wearing high heels. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. All right. So it typically is coming then because you're in some sort of a, a field or a something where you're on it. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. And the other spectrum of plantar fasciitis patients are people who have been sedentary mm-hmm. and then they get the inspiration that they need to get healthier. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They wear their sneakers that they probably haven't worn for two years. <laughs> they strap them up and they start walking yeah. and to try to decrease their weight. But when um, the shoes may be too old, two, they probably don't have um, proper support mm-hmm. in the arches. And third, maybe they're just too heavy to start walking. Right. They need to do right. something first to decrease the weight before your feet 
you know, your feet compared to the rest of your body is actually very small. Those are two really yeah. small real estate that you're going to put all these poundage on. I think about that with ankles. When I watch like my 600 exactly, pound life, right? I'm like, how does, how do Isn't your ankles hold that? Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. amazing. Wow. Um, so, so anyway, it's pretty common. It sounds very like, common. and maybe you're seeing it more often now. Yeah. It is co- so common that I actually have a brochure made up. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a Providence brochure. So I don't know if you guys have. Yeah, we can put it on the website. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Nice. So, so how does it present then? What do com- people come in? Because I assume they don't necessarily know that's what they have. Do they just come into you with well, a variety you know, of? Well, with all the information that we have online now, so people go. Oh, online, they Google and they Google, Google WebMD. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they know they have plantar fasciitis because they have the symptoms, and they come in because they sometimes they've already tried the over-the-counter um, orthotics or okay. arch supports, and they've tried A, B, and C, and they're not working. So they come in to see me. And so usually what I would do is I ask them, when do they have it? Is it early in the morning they have the pain or is it late in the evening they have it? And how did it start and how long have you had it? So you know, get the history going because it could be different mm-hmm. from, you know, from person to person. But usually it's because they're on their feet a lot and they're walking on terrains that are unforgiving. You know, can you imagine being at the Costco warehouse? Oh, the cement which is floors. All cement yeah. floor, floor mm-hmm. you know. So when they come or in, shift. then it's that pain between the ball and the. the yeah, that whole structure. It okay. could be pain in the arch. It could be pain re- right behind the big toe um, on the ball of the foot. Oh, okay. Um, most often is at the heel. And is it like a yeah. shooting pain, a stabbing pain, an always on pain, or does it vary? Uh, it varies. Yeah. 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 A, right. a burning pain. Oof. Yeah. Most commonly is. I feel like someone is stabbing my foot with a knife. Oh, wow. Yeah. That does not sound fun. No. Especially if you're on your feet all day. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. Well, then how do you treat it? So first of all, I would say, okay, this is what you need to do. And it's stretching. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. You got to stretch out your arches. Um, and the arch is, you know, like the foot is connected to the foot, the leg bone. The leg bone is connected to the hip bone. <laughs> well, let's all do that the stuff, song right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> How does that go? The foot then bones bone, connected to that. Okay, <laughs> Maybe anyway. we won't. We'll just we pass. <laughs> anyway, so the arch is connected to the ankle and the calf. So you got to, you have to, you got to, you have to stretch out the calves as well. Oh, it's okay. all connected. Okay. So the brochure tells you what kind of stretches to do. So mainly you got to stretch out the calves. Then um, a lot of the, not over the counter, the home remedies you can use. Oh, okay. A frozen water bottle. Make mm-hmm. sure you dump some out so it doesn't explode in your fridge <laughs> or freezer. And you roll it so mm-hmm. that calms down the oh, inflammation right, right. and it also gives you massages. So it's like stretching and cooling your inflammation. Exactly. Okay. okay. So that's a good one. Yeah. Stretches, cooling it down, wearing the supportive arches. Okay. So everybody can benefit from an arch support, but not everyone needs a custom arch oh, okay. support. All right. So some people ask me about this particular store, I won't say the name, that um, sells arch supports only. Um, but they sold them three different pairs. One is a high arch, one is a medium arch, and one is a low I've arch. I've heard this. Uh-huh. And I said, well, you know, you have one arch, mm-hmm. one shape. It's not changing. It's not changing. So you need to find the one that actually fits you. Interesting. Yeah. You don't need to buy $1,000 worth of arch support. You can right. go to Bed Bath & Beyond and use your 20% off coupon and buy a pair that is 30 bucks or 60 bucks. Got it. That makes know, sense. To get that yeah. started. 
Those, you know, the they're all over now. You see them on Instagram or whatever, but they're uh-huh. like little pads that you can put in your high heels too, like at the tips. Yeah. Do those work at all? Uh, at the tips, you mean the metatarsal pads? This part right the... here, I'm pointing, guys. To yeah. Right, yeah. So the so the ball of the foot, mm-hmm. it helps to pad it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's like a little extra support. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I would do that. Yeah. So arch support, or so basically support for plantar fasciitis. Are there other right. treatments for that? Um, other that's treatment. for holistic or over the counter you were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So the holistic is you can soak them. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, like Epsom salts? Epsom salts okay. or, you know, Epsom salts with lavender flavors. You know, it's, oh, now we're getting fancy. Great. Okay. Oh, it's, it's one, yeah. Wonderful. So you can soak them. Um, but stretching really is key. Okay. Is it hereditary? No, but your foot structures are hereditary. You inherit what your parents have. Mm-hmm. And um, so your foot structures can come into play uh, in terms of the plantar fasciitis, but it's usually, it's your workstation. Gotcha. You know, what you do and your lifestyle. Gotcha. Okay. Are there different that. kinds of plantar fasciitis? Um, there are, because some of them will come in where it's, it only hurts in the arch, and some of them only hurt in the heels. Okay. All right. So usually this is the regimen. I give them a brochure about how to stretch, and you get the support over the counter, and I'll see them back in a couple of months and see if that's working. And if not, then there's the cortisone injection. We can decrease the inflammation okay. either in the either in the arch or in the heels. And usually I would give three injections about a month apart mm-hmm. to re- decrease the inflammation. So while we're talking yeah. about the injections, I yeah. did a lot of research online and mm-hmm. there seemed to be mixed reviews. Some people said when you get it, you should stay off of your foot for 24 hours and some mm-hmm. said, no, you should immediately walk out. What's the deal? Well, you need to walk out, mm-hmm. first of all, out of the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, my philosophy is that you stay off of it as much as you can for 48 hours Okay. to allow it to work. Because okay. the... Okay, so the cortisone is a very powerful anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to decrease inflammatory, the inflammation that is in your heel. But if you go out and start walking on it, then you're kind of negating yeah. the fact that yeah. it's supposed to decrease the inflammation. Yeah. Okay. And what I try to warn the patient is that you're going to feel so good Mm-hmm. The heel's not going to hurt right. that you're tempted to go out and do all of your shopping because it yep. doesn't hurt anymore. And it's I like said, pain pills, same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, just try to scale back for 48 hours and to do nothing or do minimum if you can to allow the medicine to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's why I was so confused reading kind of back and forth. No, I, I appeal to people's logic. You know, <laughs> reason, reason, reason with them. That's tougher these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're talking about, though, mm-hmm. um, anti-inflammatories, what about like Tylenol or those sort of things? Do those help with this condition? Um, Tylenol doesn't really help with uh, inflammation. I think yeah. um, Advil, Advil or, or okay. Aleve, mm-hmm. you can take that over the counter. and that's. Um, Would that help with something like plantar fasciitis? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, it will help. Okay. So do you tell people that to? I do. Okay. And in fact, I would say you stay on them consistently for a while Mm because you want that anti-inflammatory effect. So I would say you take, I don't know, two to 600 Mm -hmm. milligrams of ibuprofen, depending on their, you know, physical size. Right. And you do it consistently for about a week every day. And then you reduce it by one pill the Mm -hmm. second week. And then third week is as needed. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But again, ask your own doctor if you're Absolutely. doing this for yourself. Um, so we asked if there are different kinds. Somebody asked mm-hmm. us how severe it is and if there are different levels of severity. 
Yeah, everybody's different, right? Yeah. You know, well, so. our own pain threshold's different exactly. too, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for someone with high pain threshold, you know, it's like, oh, it's like a two, mm-hmm. you know, and for someone that would be like an eight and they'd be jumping out of the chair. <laughs> so it, it's different. So with whether it's low or high, you know, stretching is key. Okay. You can actually, if when it's low pain um, or not very much pain, you can actually stretch it out. Are there any specific yeah. kinds of stretches that you recommend? Um, you know, there's the lunges. Mm-hmm. There's the um, the wall stretch, you know, where oh, you, yeah. you know, one leg is straight, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the knee is straight behind the other, and you just take turns. The easiest one is actually go up on a step with your forefoot mm-hmm. at the ball of the foot and then just drop the heel. Oh, I like that one. It's a very natural stretch. Good. Yeah, and I try go. to do that after runs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Nice. got to do it. Nice. All right. Well, will it ever go away on its own or do you have to treat it? You can't. It, yeah, it can go away on its own. If you don't treat it on the average, I think um, I read a paper on it. The plantar fresh shadows will go away in two years. Ugh. If you, just don't do, if you just don't do anything. Okay. Okay. And but, you know, it, people can manage the pain. Sure. They can stretch it out. There's also a thing called the plantar fascia night splint. Oh, yes, I did hear about this. Yeah. So the night splint is good because it actually keeps your foot at a 90 degree mm-hmm. angle while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. So it's like a brainless stretch yeah. while you're sleeping. The downside is that I prefer the one that has a straight foot plate and the straight back. So it's quite clunky. Oh, okay. So almost like an ankle brace, maybe. It is almost like okay. an ankle brace, but it just, you know, it pulls it up so the ankle is at a 90 degree angle. But I would say wear it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. If you can sleep with it on, that'd be great. It, I'm a heavy sleeper. It actually took me three day, nights, actually, to actually fall asleep with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. It is tough. It but is tough. if it but stops it helps. the pain, yeah, it's totally it does worth help. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. maybe then you get insomnia. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's um, Dr. Hennessy's talk, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, there's a lot more questions and a lot more to go through, Mm -hmm. but I know we need to take a quick break. So when we're going to do that, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about plantar fasciitis with Dr. Quill. Thank you. It's a cold night in my bed in the heat of the summer. I've been waiting patiently for a beautiful lover He's not a cheater, a believer He's a warm, warm-blooded achiever It's a lonely night in my bed in the heat of the summer oh. It's so high when you're with someone Your heart breaks and it ain't no fun But I Chill of the winter, no. 
talk with the doc and i am joined today by dr helen quo and we are talking about plantar fasciitis doc we've talked a little bit about what it is how we treat it Mm -hmm. but how do we avoid getting it okay um that's a good question i think i've had plantar fasciitis before so so you have personal experience absolutely personal experience on that on both heels not at the same time but oh my gosh wait do people get it on both at the same time that would be miserable yes Oh my can because you know you it usually starts with one foot and then you start favoring that foot so you mm-hmm. put most of your weight mm-hmm. on the other foot yeah so you end up with heel pain on both Makes feet sense. sorry didn't mean to interrupt yeah. no 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 no, no. Awful. Okay. no so right now how i try to prevent it is i always have arch support i don't always have my custom arch supports mm-hmm. in all of my shoes but i have something in all of my shoes so that's one of them and my I'm stretching my feet all the time, okay. okay? Even before exercising or not exercising. When I'm driving, my left foot is wedged against the door, stretching out that calf. And I'm arch. literally stretching my feet right yeah, now while you're I know. talking. Yeah, and I, it, I'm at my desk, you know, charting the charts and all that stuff, and I'm stretching my feet. Yeah, I don't take a supplement, but I think that can be helpful. Would that be yeah. like a potassium or something? Or? Well, you don't want to over-potassium tire, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't want to overtake your potassium because mm-hmm. it, it can affect your heart. So right. you don't want to do that. So um, a multivitamin is good. Okay. It's always good. Um, some people want to take bananas. That mm-hmm. is also good. I'm not so sure if bananas has that much it has you a know. lot of carbs too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe not so, so much. Let's, you know, have a banana if it gets you going in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. So, um, so prevention is always stretching, always stretching, okay. always stretching. Can't stress that enough. About what about um, like yeah. somebody asked us a question about soothing salts or oatmeal bath. Will that help? Um, it can help soothe mm-hmm. your feet if they're achy, mm-hmm. if they're painful. Absolutely. I actually wash my feet with warm water every night before mm-hmm. I go to sleep. If I don't wash my feet, I can't fall asleep. Right. It's a good one for insomnia. Oh, I should tell Dr. Hennessy that. There we go, no. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so warm foot baths are great, yeah. Well, this was an interesting question. Mm-hmm. When should I see a doctor to find out if I have plantar fasciitis? If you've tried stretching and you've tried the arch supports and the pain is persisting, mm-hmm. you definitely need to go see someone. Okay. Have an x-ray taken. Um, I oftentimes will do that if my conservative treatments fail. Then mm-hmm. I'll see, okay, what's going on in there? And then, you know, take the doctor's advice. If it's a cortisone injection that you need, yeah, that's what you need. So, and personally... When I first got my plantar fascia, it was because, I mean, I was fairly slim, you know, average size. And, um, and I, was, I was already wearing my custom orthotics all oh, the time. Okay. Back, you know, and I was in my 
early 20s. And I took my niece to the park, and she was two and a half years old, and the park was about three quarters of a mile from home. And on the way home, she was so exhausted, she wanted me to give her a piggyback ride. She was, what, 20, 25 pounds at that time. Just that walk back for three and you know, three, three quarters of a mile. The next morning, my heel was burning. Oh, wow. So I immediately, but that was me, I immediately went to my colleague and I said, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> so so w- once you've tried everything mm-hmm. and it doesn't work, a cortisone injection may be warranted. And that worked for you? That worked for me. What caused it the second time? Uh, so the second time was weight gain. Oh, see, I'm telling you. I piled you. on 15 pounds and so you're trying to get really it off. susceptible to weight then. Really. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. it impacts your body greatly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are exactly. pretty small. Yeah. Really? 15 pounds is a lot on me. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I know I just asked you about like warm oatmeal baths and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. What about ice baths? So if it's really painful, I would definitely do not maybe an ice bath, but mm-hmm. one of those rollers that you oh, can like freeze. what you were talking yeah. about with the water bottle. Yeah, the water mm-hmm. bottle, you can do that. And um, there are actually rollers that you can buy online. Mm-hmm. They're fairly bulky with the little studs. You know, oh, I've seen those. Uh, in they the arches. Like they would tickle. Yeah, well, it kind of massages your <laughs> yeah. foot, you know. So you can freeze that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them you know, is, some of them are hot, cold mm-hmm. uh, foot rollers. So you can freeze them or you can not put them in the microwave, but ho- uh, hot water. Sure, to warm like it a, up. a hot tap water or something. Yeah. yeah. So you said not a cold bath, though. Is there a problem? Like, should we not be no. putting our feet into ice baths? Ice baths are so traumatic, I think. Okay. Because uh, the foot is, some people say, well, it really feels good. So I think it's a, a personal preference. Mm-hmm. You know, the foot is hot and it's, it's you're, you're going to plunge it into right. ice. There's just a, a lot of... Um, feels like the skin is so thin on the top too that it'd be like just very, it's just very yeah. traumatic i think yeah. for your skin so i think a cold bath is better than an ice bath okay yeah. well good to know just to on know. the comfort level that yeah, makes sense all right what about mm-hmm. um you know we see like these foot massages where you can go in for like ten dollars and get a 30 minute foot massage or whatever like right is that good for us bad for us well i think you have to be careful mm-hmm. um i love foot massages oh me too yeah mm-hmm. but if you go to a place that has you know advertises reflexology mm-hmm. they're going to try to pinpoint where it's the most painful area and mm-hmm. they're going to try to work it out and they also i don't know much about reflexology so uh, this is not a, a disparaging remark it's just that where you're hurting they may tell you that a certain organ is related to it mm-hmm. and they're trying to rub it out okay. and it may cause more t- tenderness actually yeah, sure. you know so makes sense yeah so just makes be sense. aware makes sense yeah um well i did get p- to prepare for this i did a lot of research and it uh-huh. seemed to me like there was a lot of athletes that were talking about plantar right. fasciitis right and i'm wondering if that's because it's becoming more common or it's easier to diagnose or if it has to do with like the footwear that we're seeing what do you think you know i a hard question. <laughs> it, it is a hard question because you know each person is different. We're hearing more about it because the, the athletes and the celebrities are having them. And they're talking about and it. And they're talking yeah, about it. It's causing it, right. them not to play or miss a game. Exactly, or, yeah. right. So it's, it's really um, debilitating once it happens. So it could be that, you know, basketball, you're on that hard surface and practicing for how how long? Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot. Day, every day. Two a day sometimes, yeah. yeah. And you're jumping, you're running, and all that stuff. And Shaq is just a big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. even though he wears, what, a size 25? 
Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what he wears. It's huge. Right. You know, compared to the rest of him. Yeah. It's still yeah, yeah. a tiny little yeah. piece of real estate that has to support yeah. all of his super Well, Shaq is one yeah. specifically. I know Paul Gasol and Peyton Manning, they yeah. actually talked about the fact that it impacted their quality of play. Yeah. So they weren't able to play at the level that they needed to Absolutely. or they did have to sit out games. Yeah. So what do you tell people, even just like the everyday athlete? Like if uh-huh. I have plantar fasciitis, should I not be running? You should six scale back. Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah, want. But to, if you're an athlete and that's your your job, that is you your can't. job. Yeah, that's why they have the doctors and right. going to treat them right, right away. Right, right. And you know they do need to step back for a couple of games. Mm-hmm. You know, but so you you for, tell your patients that then like yeah. what what would and I know everybody's different, but in right. a ballpark like if I had plantar fasciitis and mm-hmm. I'm a runner, would you say don't run for five days, for five weeks, for five hours? Yeah. <laughs> I would I would say I would scale back. Maybe it's really hard to tell a runner not to run. Mm-hmm. So I would say, instead of going for 30 minutes, maybe scale back to 20. Mm-hmm. If you go five miles, usually, maybe you want to scale back to three. Mm-hmm. So just you're not pounding that heel as yeah, much as yeah. possible, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, makes so sense. just scale things back. So yeah. I think earlier you were talking about, you know, plantar fasciitis really is kind of that bottom of the foot area, but uh-huh. that is related all the way up kind of to the calf and everything. Yeah. So if I was yeah. getting calf pain, would that mm-hmm. potentially be my foot and I'm just noticing it in the calf or completely different? No, it would be different. Yeah. Be different. yeah. Okay. Things that are hurting is usually what it's hurting. <laughs> What's hurting? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, are there any prescription medications that you would offer for something like plantar fasciitis? Uh, sometimes if it's a long-standing condition um, and I want to knock out the pain right away and patient doesn't want an injection in the mm-hmm. heel because it is not a very comfortable shot. Right. Okay. Well, it's you, the bottom of your foot. It yeah. is the bottom of your foot. So I apologize for my injections before I give it. So <laughs> The injection itself isn't the painful part. It's the afterward though, right? No, the injection itself is the painful is it? part. Oh. Afterwards, the foot is numb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So the injection itself is painful. Mm. And I've, I've had it. Does anybody yeah. ever kick you? No. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because our instinct when something is hurting, mm-hmm. we withdraw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they don't kick out. They but withdraw. they pull their foot back. They pull oh, the, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's the bad part because then they the needle gets pulled out. Mm. And I have to stick them again. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. We just did a show on phobias of needles. So, oh, and I dear. think everybody here has one. Yes, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if they don't want the injection, then I do do an oral prednisone oh, that okay. is very short course. That's a six days worth. Okay. And that can knock out, you know, the inflammation in a hurry. How does it know then? Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is a weird question. But if What's you that? give an oral one, how does it know to treat the foot? Is that the only place that's inflamed? No, it, it just treats all inflammation. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. So I give that medication and patients say, oh, my back pain is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. Right, right. So, okay. What about surgery? Is Are there surgical? Cure? There is surgical okay. cure, uh, surgical procedure. And um, I reserve that for the very, very last resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you fail everything, you fail the three injections and um, there's no improvement, then yeah. Okay. Surgery will be the What does that time. mean? Like do you? There's a couple of surgeries now. There's an open surgery where we actually do, um, do a, an incision near the plantar fascia, the insertion on the Achilles. Okay. So we do go in there and we actually release the attachment from the Achilles. So you detach it? Yes. Okay. And so then do you we detach it? it? <laughs> no. We detach it and then the scarring in mm-hmm. that area actually extends. Oh. 
Oh, gives you a the buffer. plantar fascia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, but that is a long, long recovery yeah. period. And yeah. is that like the boot or is that like the wheelie thing where you can't even put your foot on? Uh, either way. Oh, wow. You, okay. can, you can do a boot or you can do, you know, the, what is it? The knee walker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the knee walker so that's really one good. kind, but there's that's a second kind. kind. The second kind is called either Tenex um, and it's an ultrasound treatment. Hmm. So they do numb up the nerves around the heel. They do introduce a probe mm-hmm. into the area. Like in, in the foot? Into the foot, yeah. And okay. that kind of pinpoint that um, area to reduce inflammation. Like an ultrasound, like a, a probe yeah. through the foot. Yeah. I don't think that I would want to do that. Well, and Is it painful? I mean, it sounds painful. You're, you're out. You know, it's under local. How long it, does that take? It varies. She's going to say it varies. It varies, yeah. Yeah. And actually, our um, interventional radiologists do that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. They do it under ultrasound, so they know exactly where they go. What's the recovery time on that? Um, Probably six weeks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably six weeks, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Are there any other conditions Mm -hmm. that lead more to plantar fasciitis? Like if I had... Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it out there like, I don't know, diabetes and I had didn't have good blood flow or is there anything else that can kind of cause it? Um, there's one entity that is, you know, we call it a zebra, but it's um, on autoimmune disease mm-hmm. um, oh, okay. and um, and it's an inflammatory disease. It's called Reiter's syndrome. Reiter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. R-E-I-T-E-R. Um, and um, usually it's in the back of the heel, but it can have um, pain on the bottom of the heel. Okay. So some sort of um, autoimmune disease can give you that um, inflammation. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. rheumatoid arthritis sometimes. Okay. Some patients will mm-hmm. have it. That makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Well, you were talking earlier about how you got yours and how it was because you had your niece, niece. on you or whatever. <laughs> yes. Do you see a lot of people coming in with this that actually developed it because they'd had an injury or they'd had something that they were overcompensating with? Yeah. Yeah. So um, sometimes because... Um, of a foot injury and after it heals their gait is a little bit off mm-hmm. and so the undue pressure is put on the other side okay, okay or put on the same foot so now they're walking differently mm-hmm. so yeah so a previous injury can give you um, related yeah. but the most common thing is Problems. just being on your feet all day exactly and, okay that's the most common type so then for those people, because uh-huh. I'm sure there's a lot of them listening. Foot injuries. It's, well, I was actually thinking people who are on their feet all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's the stretching. It's the wearing the orthotics. Yep. It's yep. Yeah, wearing supportive shoes. Okay. Wearing supportive shoes when you're doing your routes or your yeah. posts or whatever. And supportive shoes, I mean, is it really just like a thick sole? Is it the arch support? I mean, because I'm guessing these yeah. people don't know what that necessarily means. Exactly. So um, a thick sole would be preferable mm-hmm. almost but i have a lot of patients who do just as well with sketchers oh yeah mm-hmm. memory foam i you just need to add a little arch to it mm-hmm. because those memory foam is flat as a pancake mm-hmm. on the inside it doesn't have any arch support. that is true i tried those first before yeah. i went to bionic and yeah. they were comfortable but i did feel like yeah yeah you were supported yeah. yeah so um a lot of the stuff that um you can do to alleviate it so a good supportive structure and you know people said well do i have to go to new balance and buy 150 dollars worth of um shoes and i said no 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 it's you can buy la gear for all you want Mm -hmm. which is a lower cost it's whatever fits you and you feel the support and you always find the um the affordable arch support that fits you Mm -hmm. inside the shoes and that that's the best way to go about it you don't have to find the 150 dollars 
worth of tennis shoes. And, yeah, it's amazing. You know, yeah. Well, any parting thoughts? Any last thing you'd want anybody to know about plantar fasciitis? Um, when the heels hurt, make sure you massage it, you soak it, you stretch it. When it fails to heal, find your local doctors. Good advice. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Quo, for joining it's been us a today. a pleasure. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, you're always fun. Yeah. And thanks to everyone for listening and sending in your questions. We look forward to future topics with more experts from Providence. We can be found on Twitter under Providence and under Providence Health System on Instagram and Facebook. And to learn more about our mission program and services and to learn about plantar fasciitis, visit future.pshahealth.org. Thanks for listening.